I'm trying to evolve. I'm are you? Trying not to. Um, what are you doing? Are you doing therapy or anything, or just, just you know, just my own personal just evolution? Throwing pennies in the well, in eh? Right. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, if I don't spaz, if because if I spaz, you just would have spaz more. <laughs> Yeah, you seem it. But I'm not. You, you seem kind of high. I'm not high. Are we doing an intro? You seem high. You seem, we must be high because we, you did, you're just not doing the intro. You're just talking about being high, which is such a high-ass thing to do. Right? This, like, I felt awful <laughs> all day, and I just won at mini-golf, which fucking never. How have you already played mini-golf today? It's noon. It's only noon. That's not a morning activity. All oh, right. Gotta get out and do shit. Okay. I won. I beat, there were five of us playing number one right here okay beat them all uh hi i'm dan and i am not hi sarah <laughs> this is the hate locker <laughs> podcast a podcast where we discuss the everyday regular things that we all love to hate with a passionate yet fair vigor uh brought to you of course by comedy here often today's guest none other than absolutely hilarious gem of a human being brian o'gorman hello everybody i'm brian o'gorman like dan said <laughs> welcome brian o'gorman Hey, yo, how are you guys doing? We're okay, dude. Sarah's, Sarah thinks she's high. Oh, do you think it's too early for a glass of Prosecco? Nope, I don't. We're on, you're, first of all, you're asking a sober alcoholic if it's too early for a glass of Prosecco. So if it, it could be like 7 p.m. and I would be like, yes, it's too early. Yeah, for you're, asking, you're asking two of them, actually. So yeah. let's, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we both want to live vicariously through your boozing right now. Okay. So Yes, bad. you should snort it. I'm going to you should, a glass you should snort it. Uh, all right, Sarah's going to pour herself a glass of Prosecco. I love so much that you waited. Until we were recording and starting, and then is like, you know what? I need a glass of wine. It's because she saw me take a sip of Diet Pepsi, and I drank the last one, so she has no choice but to drink Prosecco. Brian, how the hell are you doing, either. dude? I I'm good. I'm a little confused at what Prosecco is because when I hear it, I hear Parasuco, like those like the those jeans, jeans <laughs> like the jeans that the hot Italian girls in Toronto wear, you know? Right. But what is it again? It's like bubbly wine. I think it's champ. It's like the it's well, if it's not champagne, it's prosecco. Right? Is that right? Yeah, it's like a bubbly. She's drinking it out of a glass that says "Pop Fizz Clink" on it. This is who my sister is as a person. <laughs> if you go into HomeSense, my sister has everything in there. This everything is that they sell. From the dollar store. So fuck you. <laughs> and my neighbor, friends Frugal. of the show, friends of the show, uh, listeners. They she Tylee bought it for me. So thanks. How do you know it's from the dollar store if it's a gift? She told me it's from the dollar store. Okay, that's sick. <laughs> right. And I am not ashamed. Have you ever... Everything from the dollar store. You're not, so you're sober too, Brian. What was your drink of choice? What did you like to drink when you drank? Um, well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm California. I just don't drink. Uh, there's a lot of drugs I don't do, you know, but uh, mm -hmm. it was just one of them. <laughs> but uh, some I still do. But like, the, I, I drank beer and whiskey. I just drank like uh, Irish whiskey and, and beer, mm -hmm. but I drink anything, you know. I like gin in the middle of the day. That was probably yeah. the one that got me most uh, party, you know what I mean? A lot of gin, a lot of, mm -hmm. a lot of tonics, a lot of tequila, mm -hmm. a lot of whatever you had lying around in your house. You had uh, old wine, you had mm -hmm. uh, some liqueurs somebody hadn't <laughs> touched with crusty uh, tops on the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lick those fuckers clean till the morning. Came. 
Frangelico for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I literally know how to make a lot of good Frangelico shots. (laughs) (laughs) Chocolate chips. The list goes on. Oh, my God. You just described to me. That's also how I drank. I loved gin in the afternoon and also was a beer and whiskey person. I fuck with Prosecco, though. Prosecco is good. There's a bar in Victoria that has Prosecco on tap, and our cousin claims it's the reason why she had her third child. So... Um, she, also no longer drinks. she doesn't drink either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's off the sauce. Probably, I also loved gin. I'll tell you guys what I drank on Monday night. No, not like a, not like that. Not like in a sad way. I accidentally drank on just a, like I had a sip. I took a big chug. I was sitting at a table. I was at a, a comedy show, and uh, there were two drinks on the table both exactly the same. Tall glasses. Mine was a club soda with lime, and the other one was a club soda and gin and lime and uh like a gin soda but like okay so i'm like which one of these is mine and the guy who was drinking the gin one was on stage i'm like which one of these is mine and buddy next to me zane is like i think this one is and i'm like yeah and i'm like can you sorry there was only one left i couldn't i didn't know if i drank the other one there was only one drink left i wasn't sure if it was mine or not and so he was like i'll take a sip of it and I'll tell you. And he takes a sip and he's like, no, there's no booze in this. You're good. So I'm like, cool. So I take like a huge chug of it. And then like, I'm like, okay, have you just never had alcohol before? Or like, there's so much gin in this. Like, what the fuck? Quite a oh, yeah, yeah. Like it was not even close to not being gin. Like it might as well have been a mug of gin. Like it was fucking crazy. Oh, sorry, I got mixed up with pine water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. Oh no, this is pine water. Yeah, you're safe. Like fucking. Yeah, so that's the first time I've, I've uh, drank drank alcohol in like three and a half years they call that a free lapse there's a word for it and no, you, you I, didn't feel anything you didn't feel no. like any head rush nothing no i drank that much <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, my receptors are pickled i uh wow. no i didn't I, I didn't feel anything i'm so nervous to that like just even accidentally like because I, I mean i'm not worried about it. my plan is to start drinking again i wanted to take like five years off it was basically just oh, get cool. life in order halfway through that but i don't think i'm gonna go back now it's just because like it's things are so much better now you know uh, yeah but i think that's what it's happens like, to a lot of people but i am nervous of because i do want like one day if i go like say traveling and i'm in like tahiti and someone's like you want a mai tai i'm not gonna be like fuck your mai tai you know what i mean i want to try right. the mai tai you know what i mean and then i, I think that that's okay but i'm nervous for like how alcohol is gonna affect me because it's been two and a half years and i was listening to this podcast where they talked about um, i think it was like margaret cho she was at like cardi b's birthday party or something and they were mm-hmm. serving Jager, yes. yeah jagermeister that like came out of an ice sculpture of cardi b's vagina and she's like well, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna not fucking do hey. this right you got, hey. so you gotta she, have that. yeah you know like anybody would so yeah she takes it and she said that when she starts drinking again it, and she takes years off at a time she says it's like a psychedelic experience like oh, i bet she goes into another world and it's just like you know like she's on 12 hits of acid so that's why i'm like oh my god i thought maybe a sip would do something but that's no. reassuring that it didn't yeah. it didn't no it didn't do and just a sip did nothing but i bet that's true like I, I can't even picture what it would be like to be like spinning around drunk wasted like i can't i honestly can't like i can remember it but not like it's been a bunch of years now and i can't i can't remember man but i, I don't know i don't I I would be like I wouldn't be like I would be like fuck your mai tai but then if I drank the mai tai I would also be like can you direct me uh to your nearest cocaine distributor please <laughs> like immediately <laughs> that's what that's the biggest issue for me is I know that if I I know that if I drank like a drink uh, with it, whether it's like an hour or like a week I know that I'm going to be wrecked high as shit ruining my life like immediately <laughs> like I've no doubt so I'm good but yeah, uh, it's just the first step to 
to the portals of hell for, oh, for something. I want to be there. Story. I want to be there when you drink. I've never seen you drink before. <laughs> I'm actually, I wasn't a bad drunk. I just did it all the time. Like I just did it like from the moment I got up to the moment I went to bed, I was kind of drunk and surly. Right. And uh, yeah, over time it just got not fun. It just, I literally couldn't get drunk after a while. So I was like 10 years in drinking fucking bottles of beer, the size of my head and I couldn't feel it. So I was like, this is just a waste of money and I'm going to die early. So right. I'm just going to like, I, I'm too selfish to die that better at least well i thoroughly enjoy <laughs> the version of you that you are now so that's nice that's good listen this I'm is trying. a this is i love yeah, let's this get hateful like, this is yeah this is like an <laughs> aa meeting i'm so grateful yeah. for everything yeah like fuck. I'm grateful let's for talk about hey yeah, she's already done her glass of prosecco it's already done like she yeah. already finished she, in the time it took us to recount why we quit drinking my sister finished a whole glass of prosecco yeah, <laughs> yeah. reminding uh -huh. people why they hate fucking sober people <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah ag agreed you want to yeah, uh, yeah. uh brian you want to go first yeah surprise us we haven't had a guest go first in a while with the stuff that i hate yeah man, yeah what do you got Tell us what you this hate. is kind of a out of left field one because i was trying to decide like what to hate today you know what i mean yeah it's kind of hard coming on this it's not, it's not <laughs> there's hard. so much there's so much to choose from. so many options uh, yeah well you can come back on more than once don't worry so <laughs> thanks um one thing uh, I have an issue with, and this is maybe a little bit strange for some people, but it, it's sort of like the, uh, the the role like clothing plays in deciding where someone gets to be in life. Like, for example, mm. for example, like if you have uh, like even people making fun of stuff like men wearing capri pants. I don't necessarily like when that happens. Some might say <laughs> I hate it, but I I enjoy people's rights to do it and like do whatever they want. And I think it's weird how like men and women, like girls get to wear like men clothes and they're just like, oh, she's sporty. But if I rock a fucking mini skirt and some fishnets, people are like, this guy is gay as hell. Why do I? Why don't I get to wear fishnets? It's all I'm saying is I hate how society doesn't let me wear stuff that i don't even think is gay i just think is comfortable okay right without <laughs> the labels being put on us another thing like, like like even like um like billionaires you know trying to look poor like we know you don't wear jeans all the time this guy probably sleeps in a fucking armani suit you know what i mean but then they, they always show up coming out of a helicopter with like fake ripped jeans and, a, and an affliction shirt like fuck you you know what i mean just wear <laughs> yeah like a fucking backwards abercrombie hat yeah no yeah. so i guess what i'm saying is i just hate the way that like society dictates what you have to wear if you're in a you know what i mean I maybe I want to wear a sundress. Maybe I want to just walk out and wear a sundress and then still be invited to play spike ball with my friends. That's what I'm saying. Have you ever Telling seen these friends, ladies rock these? Just fine. What's that? Sorry, Brian. No, no, you go ahead. You said it would be fine. I, I just said knowing who you hang out with. I don't think that anybody would give a shit if you're wearing a sundress. They would just carry on like it was nobody's. Business. You know what? You're actually right. That's actually true. No one would care. That's true. Yeah. Well, you get we're in Victoria right now, but I'm from East Toronto. If I like rocked that, just like, oh, I'm just going to wear a sundress and go skateboarding. I wouldn't come back at night. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, that's why I'm thinking and I'm not saying that's right. Fuck those guys for thinking like that. But it's weird. Like, like, say, say, for example, Dan, you and I decide we're going to wear fishnets and sundresses. And then we just rock up to like a five star restaurant and, you know, 
it might be one thing if we were dressed like you know in a ball gown or something but you and i our haircuts dirty beards tattoos mm. we're like we want that table right now yeah yeah, yeah. You, they wouldn't be cool with two it, seats you know at the I mean? bar please <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah you know what i mean yeah well i mean they would let us in but everyone would be looking at us they'd tell the kitchen to come out and look at us it would be a whole thing first of all i just want to say sundress and fishnets might the issue might not be that like uh we're wearing those things like so much as that's just the not a good look. This is not a good look. You know what I mean? Like, what you, if we were you, just wearing sundresses, or if we had leather and fishnets going? It might be a little different. <laughs> Your issue is the combo. Your yeah, issue my issue is, is the, is the look. Like, See, I, have more fashion, we, I have more fashion sense than that. I think. <laughs> that's, I think that's, that's what's great about the look is it's the <laughs> the juxtaposition. You know, it's like yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to Sunday school. I pay attention. I love God, but also check these fishnets. I will suck you off. You know I, mean? <laughs> um, I think it's interesting that you guys think fishnets are comfortable. I, I never said, don't say you guys. Don't group me in with him. I don't fucking know. But <laughs> I just say, I, I, I like the big wide ones because it's like having like underwears with the dick holes in them, you know? That's fair. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> if if, so I'm a bit of a, a bigger girl. They leave a really unpleasant pattern. Like it looks like an actual fishnet. Yeah, like it's like, like, a, or, yeah, like you could take them off and still rock it for an hour. And no one would. He's got to like wear it in the sun for a while and then take it. Yeah. Fuck. What do you like? There's a there's there's all sorts of little rules that go with different things you can wear. A big one is uh, there's like the debate that we've had on the show before. What is your stance, Brian, on comedians wearing shorts on stage? Oh, you... man, this is an interesting one. Sorry, was yeah. there a second part? To the question? No, that's it. Well, that's that's um, the question. It's a weird one because I, I really am firm in my stance that I did not get into comedy to dress up and like spend a lot of time like trying to like, you know, and money on looking amazing i got mm-hmm. into comedy so i could do whatever i want to do and act how i want to act and dress how i want to dress you know mm-hmm. and i just feel though that some comedians need to understand that they're performers on stage and dressing like a plumber is not like that fun to look at so like right. when you wear shorts it sort of gives this first of all people's you're at your your, your shins are at eye level so if your shins aren't on point, <laughs> yeah. now Dan's talking from a perspective of someone who has very nice legs. This guy runs 12 hours a day and then he Thank gets off and, he, and then he goes biking for 12 hours a day. So he's looking for reasons to show off his cat. And he's I can't for, and I won't. He's, I don't, are you... Are you not doing it on stage? You won't. You won't even do it on stage. No, I don't. It does, doesn't feel right. I don't think what so. What if they were it, dress shorts? Mm, am I... Am I performing at a country club? Am I performing at Mar-a-Lago or whatever it's called? I feel it's just really based on the shins themselves because the shins themselves (laughs) is what's going to distract people. So if if like like I go on, uh, mine look like two like uh, those like neon light bulbs. You know what I mean? That's what my legs look like. like Two two of those neon light bulbs with hair stuck to them. That's not like it's just going to distract. People are going to be like, that guy was great, but do you see those fucking gross bone legs with hair on them? You know what I mean? Make you <laughs> oh, they're looking like they're a greyhound? Yeah, if you got nice shins. I don't know, because isn't that a distraction too? Isn't having like nice legs also a distraction? Okay. Right. You want neutral shins. Yeah, neutral shins. As somebody who's not a comedian, <laughs> but goes to, you know, a number of comedy shows, I wouldn't be able to fucking tell you if someone was wearing shorts or not. Interesting. Okay. Like, that's a good, that's an important. As, as you guys are talking, I'm going through my head thinking of all the comedians I've seen on stage 
And I could not tell you. I feel like once I saw Damon Schritter wearing shorts on stage. Oh, the shade. The shade of it all. (laughs) Maybe he wasn't. I don't know. I doubt it. He just. Mm, Although I could see it. I could see Damon wearing. That's his look. It's his casual look and I like it. Okay. It's not like a grubby casual. It's just if he. Maybe he, I shouldn't have said that. You can take this out. Oh, no, we're not. I have no, no idea. Oh, no, it stays. It, no, but you know what? I bet <laughs> something, one of those things that you wouldn't notice, I think, unless it was really in your face, it's like a bad editing job. Like, you know, yes. you don't know what the editor's doing unless it's bad. And you're yes. like, oh, that cut, yeah. that cut was awful. But if you were like, man, that guy was funny. And then you see some like chewed up, pasty white guy shins with dry skin and scabs on them, you'd, I think it would be stuck in there. But I'm pretty sure Schritter has some A plus shins, Joe. Yeah, he. I bet he has. He seems like somebody who has neutral shins. But can I also say though, like I do think it's like your sister's saying is like one of those. <laughs> it's one of those things that maybe it might be in just comedians' minds more than it is in the actual audience. You know, like I think maybe we're just getting yeah. obsessed over stupid little details that really don't matter as long as the shit's funny enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we I the, but, the first time. So Dylan Williams, uh, who's often on this show, um, his first time doing stand up, he showed up to the club in um for an open mic in board shorts and uh and i think it was i can't remember exactly but it was a a tank top board shorts and flip-flops but he's to do stand-up he is yeah but it was his first time ever and there was another guy on the show also who was dressed the same way and they were sitting in the front row and steve mcmath who's also been on the show went up and was hosting and was like so did you two guys come here together from skimboarding or like what happened here? It was, like, it was such a good own. It was really funny. And then, yeah, then Stephen Dillon almost got in a fight after the show and now they are mortal enemies still to this day. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like friends, but really? not, you know what I mean? Yeah. The hate, the hate locker caused some hate. I yeah. Like it. Well, that's kind of like the, you don't walk into the hate locker and walk out with friends, right? Yeah, that's right. We're not here to make friends. We're make fun. Of, we're here to make fun of people who have disabilities and other things like that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't. I've worn shorts. I wore shorts on stage. Uh, actually, for the first time, that was not a show in someone's. Ba- I went to. I did a show in someone's backyard next to their pool, and the show was called a pool. The pool, haha, which is not an ideal name, but uh, it was Evan's fun. Show. It was actually a lot of fun. But, uh, it was yeah, Elliot Ryan's show. Yeah, it was Elliot fun. Time. It was really fun. It was actually a blast. But I wore slides. And like a white tee and and like and and tiny sh- short shorts, and I, I just made jokes about dr- being dressed like I'm in prison. But I did the <laughs> same thing. I went to I did a show a couple weeks ago in Sydney, BC, and I walked into the room and I had a change of clothes, and it was just really hot in there, and like just the room, it didn't matter. Like I just had this moment where I'm like, it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. This is uh, ridiculous. It was a fun show. It yeah. was, it was just kind of like I thrown it, and I'm like, I'm just doing it, and I did it, and I felt good, and it was fine, and everybody had a lot of fun. And it was a very loose show. So I think that's fine. I think well, I've come to a place... like that environment. It's like they expect yeah. you to wear that stuff. It's like a pool party. You know what I mean? You just kind of make fun of it. But I think like Saturday night, you know, downtown. No. You know, like uh, I, I just feel it's like uh, you want to you want to not you want people focus on your on your jokes and your your face and stuff. Not yeah. Your... Like I don't even like shins. to wear a... yeah, <laughs> shins. Uh, I don't even like to wear a shirt that has too much going on on it because I feel like I just don't want anything to distract 
I don't. I yeah. a guy, I used to I, wear like shirts with like lions wearing backwards hats on them and stuff, and then I'd like look sick, at myself sick. on tape when I was like twenty five. I'd be like, this is super <laughs> distracting. Sick. You're just listening to like what the when the bodies hit the floor to pump yourself up before you're going on. <laughs> oh man! Sometimes you can pump yourself too much, you know, before you go on stage, and then you're just what? like yelling at them, and they're like, "What is this guy? Does this guy just do yeah. coke before he got on?" Yeah, like, and if it's and if it was me before uh, three and a half years ago, the answer was yes. Uh, <laughs> well yeah man i agree i think you should be able to wear whatever you want for the most part i don't care what other people are wearing per se it's um but I mean, you think I, you don't but then if somebody did walk in with a sundress and see i'm not saying that i don't either because i think it's just ingrained in our heads i think we're conditioned to like dislike uh certain dresses or garbs that people wear in certain scenarios like even if we're like say say they'll do it like for like a punk concert or something dating myself now but say like go to like a punk concert or like a metal show and then you're wearing a ball gown people are like fuck this person even the that, that elitism even exists like it's like if you're not wearing the uniform then you can't come in here right which is stuff. which is so funny because it's like supposed to be the opposite of what punk is and then like it's still like that and it's I, I know yeah. I know what you mean I once I well I'll, I'll tell you I was at a wedding one time, and my cousin, uh, who actually is no longer with us anymore, my cousin showed up. I don't like this. Story. Yeah, my cousin showed up to this wedding in a velour tracksuit. <laughs> God, yeah. God bless him. He showed up in a he showed up in a velour tracksuit, and I was like, "Yo, man, you look." It was a fancy ass wedding too. It was a bo- really bougie wedding. Like the premier of BC was at that wedding. It was like a whole it was our our other cousin, and we were like. I, I was like, man, you look like a drug dealer. And he looked down at himself and looked back at me. And he's like, shit, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. He thanks, me. And I was like, all right. Like, you can't. What do you. If you're. Good for him, though. You know what I mean? Like, if you're just going to own it's it. Like, like, that's what him. I was going for. But yeah, I guess I guess I am judgy. Like, if I'm in. Like, I, I, I guess I'm judgy. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Let me rephrase that. I'm the most judgmental person you know. <laughs> I think it depends on the person because, like, if you went to a comedy show wearing a beautiful blouse, I would be like, what are you doing? But Marito wears a beautiful blouse and I'm like, you look so fucking good. Yeah, he does. It's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Well, because again, it's, we, I think it's the conditioning again, because we see little Marito who's, you know, five foot two an El Salvadorian who's very loud and boisterous. And if you wore what he was wearing, it wouldn't make any sense. I'd be yeah, like, why, you're right. like, like, you're like, I, I'd be like, why the, what the hell is Dan trying to be? What are you trying to do? You know what I mean? What is it? But why? That, but this, this is, why do I care? Why don't all of a sudden you show up and you're like, you know what? Now I wear fur shawls exclusively and nothing else. <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. should be like, yeah, you know what? We can still go to the grocery store regardless of what you're wearing. I just want to get it out of my head. You know, I didn't realize how, how ingrained it was in my head. Yeah, you know. I get, I get it, man, yeah. and it, it does depend on the person too. Because I have this friend, my friend Shane Soderberg, when we were in high school, he just wore whatever he would wear, like two different shoes. He would wear like he wore a life jacket to school for like a week for whatever reason, and like it was fine. It worked for him. It was just like what weird ass thing is Shane gonna wear today? And it was fun. I couldn't do that. I would. They would be like, "What yeah. the fuck are you doing?" And they'd be right. I would be. I would be trying to do something, but I don't think he was trying to do anything. I think he was just a bit weird. Shane would still do that in his forties now, and I would be like, "Hey, Shane, I wouldn't yeah. even comment on his life jacket." Oh, he wears fedoras still. He still wears fedoras. He rocks. Do you hate fedoras? I, I I was a fedora guy for like two years when I was I in my early twenties, and I then I was like, I can't believe I did that. You know, what I mean? <laughs> I'm trying to like, trying to delete all the pictures from that era. Do you want to know what Daniel did? 
Oh, Go ahead. Had, Which thing is she gonna say? Uh, <laughs> he had this hat that was like, oh like, yeah, like you know the the old old timey paper, like a boardwalk emp- a boardwalk empire hat. So hell yeah, we were getting family pictures done, just the us the three of us siblings for Christmas for our parents. <laughs> Daniel shows up in this fucking hat and a DC a DC and shoe. I'm like, you gotta sweat. take the hat off. He's like, I'm not taking this hat off. This is my hat. This is my look. Yeah. Everyone's going to look at me and be like, where's your hat? If I'm not wearing it. That's not, I didn't say that. Basically. I didn't say, no, when I, no, no, no. You added that last part. <laughs> this is my hat. It's my look. So I didn't funny. say that. No, what I said was, why would my, my dad identity. want. Yeah, I'm nothing without my hat. I'm like the guy from today's special. And if you take it off, I stick. Like, fucking, no, 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 no. What I said was, I don't want, like, why would mom and dad want a picture of me looking how I never look in nice clothes? This is how I dress which is like such a selfish no. dumb thing to fucking like no, what a stupid like, i always wear this hat anyway he fucking <laughs> lost the hat like three days later i did i was really upset i really i left and and I, it was someone else's hat that i borrowed like it wasn't even my hat so now we have this <laughs> wonderful family photo of but it's a running joke and yeah. anyone if any one of us is like sorry any one of us if i'm dating someone new and we and they come over to the house the first thing they get to my parents house the first thing they get shown is that photo because it's so funny it's so, yeah, it's so good like everybody photo. looks like a happy family and you're yeah. dressed like yeah. fucking fred like, durst at a funeral yeah absolutely that's exactly what i'm dressed like fred durst at a few if, if the only way i could be more fred durst if it was the same hat but red <laughs> yeah that fedora thing did coincide with the limp biscuit era pretty heavily huh yeah there was a lot of, like yeah. wide-legged jeans and fedoras at the same time uh, I, yeah i was guilty of wide-legged <laughs> jeans and hacky sack hacky sack was a big part of my life in those days i played a lot of hacky sack for sure yeah i, I wore jean co jeans at one point I did, yeah. When I was a, I was a raver. Yeah, we've so we all were done just it, saying man. how much we hate, like we can't like wear what we want to wear, and then we're like, do you ever see those assholes with those pants and those yeah. stupid fucking hats? This <laughs> it's is so really... hard to stop doing. But it now is. I'm realizing I don't want, I don't, I don't, I don't apply fedoras to that same thing that I was just saying before. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, wear the sundress and the fishnets. If there's a fedora, get the fuck out of this restaurant. You know what Absolutely. I mean? I think I'm standing firm with the fedora. I think that's correct. Unless you're like, unless you're like playing like a stand-up bass at the at, at 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 the restaurant then you should not be allowed to wear a fedora in the restaurant like that should be like that's the only reason why you're allowed no 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 Some i'm wearing my bass yeah you need an outdated string instrument otherwise <laughs> fuck off with your fedora or yeah, a tommy yeah. gun you know what yeah. i mean you're not meyer lansky you know yeah absolutely 100 <laughs> percent. yeah yeah yeah. Oh, right away <laughs> mr duval your table is ready <laughs> enchante Jazz flute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh all right i guess we better we should probably do another topic we only got about a half hour left uh you want to go next sure Okay. Uh, I hate when people use their busyness as a badge of honor. <laughs> Fuck you. No one wants to be busy. It's not cool. <laughs> Relaxed. Watch TV. Put your fucking feet up. Just... Stop talking about all the shit you have to do. <laughs> you, your schedule. You two days ago told me how busy you were. <laughs> not as a badge of honor. I wanted some commiseration. I wanted someone to be. That's like, true. Oh, that fucking sucks because it did. That's true. I get, did, I, did I give you that? A little bit. I think I did. The lacrosse tournament got canceled. So hey, nice. Thing to do. I don't have to go to Campbell River. Why did it get canceled? Was there a bunch of sexual assaults or something? Probably. What? Yeah, lacrosse. I mean, they're twelve. Oh, okay. All right. Never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> no, so, I, I, so hopefully not. <laughs> right on. Assaults. We'll they're grade seven and grade eight. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> oh, I think they just didn't have enough teams. 
Who wants to go to fucking Campbell River? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's a fucking nightmare. Well, listen, I am somebody who, like, I do that. I do the shit out of that. It's not so much a badge of honor. It's so much as, like, an identity. Like, people will be like, how are you? And I'm like, I'm busy. And it's like, dude, busy is not You're an emotion. And it's not an emotion. You know what I did yesterday? What? I wore my pajamas all day. Yeah. And I lay on the couch yeah. and watched an entire season oh, fuck. of Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> and it, it was a goddamn so dream. It's so good. <laughs> This goddamn dream. And then I watched hockey. Rest in peace, Montreal Canadiens. And then I watched uh, Big Brother. And it was the best goddamn day. That actually sounds amazing to me. Uh, Fuck, you could do that. I I don't know how. (laughs) Brian, Brian, I think you're like me. I think you don't know how to stop doing stuff, I'm guessing. I should give lessons. What do you I like? Do you good at doing nothing? Brian, are you super busy? What is your? I know you are, but like, how, like, is it problematic like it is for me? You know what? It's weird. Like since the pandemic, like I, I mean, first of all, I agree. I think it definitely is like people wear it as like a some kind of achievement. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I've I, I've achieved busy status. Now don't talk <laughs> to me. And it's like a useful way, I think, uh, to to dismiss people when you when you. You know, so I think a lot of people that are busy really just use it as an excuse to dismiss people or as an excuse as like why they're not fucking paying attention to you when they're (laughs) talking or doing like 20 other things. But I think like it definitely has a like you say, like an identity thing. Like some people, people don't have identities. People will do anything for an identity, you know, when they're like, Mm -hmm. I'm Lithuanian. Here's my Lithuanian (laughs) thing. And you're like, I guess I'm I'm this or or their their entire identity will be based on, you know, how they eat or what their sexuality is or anything like this. These are all things that people grab to when they don't really have a lot of substance. You know what I mean? They'll take Mm -hmm. something like nationalism or something like that and be like, this is who I am and what I do. And I think busy has that same kind of you know ability to be like this is my identity now i'm a busy bee i'm a busy person look at me go but it's not but it's actually what you do it's not like you're 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 just touting that you're busy all the time like people will be on facebook updating going god i'm busy today really why did you have time to fucking why'd you have time to fucking post this bullshit go do your work you know what i mean because i know you just spent a half hour scrolling before you posted this. So, 100%. Yeah. yeah, and now you're going to yeah. spend the next hour looking to see who liked it and commented <laughs> like it's the, or the, slash the rest of the Don't day. Don't get me wrong. I do get very busy. I mean, I work full time. I have My husband works obscene hours and uh, we have a kid that plays sports. So you do get busy, but you need to take the days you're not busy and do fucking nothing. I'm so bad at that. I'm so bad at that. Life does not need to be doing shit all the time. I think Stop that doing shit. Okay. I think that I like, I think that I, I use the busyness as a way to not have to sit with myself. I definitely do that. Like I'll, I'll like, you know, the, the excess of exercising and like, there's so, there's so many things that I'm doing to busy myself. But I'm not in therapy, but I am in several 12 step groups, which is basically therapy. Uh, a, a therapy suggestion. Yeah. Get cable. Get cable. <laughs> Get cable. You can waste a whole fucking day. I can't do that. Yes, you can. Okay, here's the thing. All here's the thing. Rabbit. I actually, I, I, I am a busy person in that I, I do have basically two full-time jobs, which is true, but I need to remember that I like them. I think the issue is, is that I act, I have this thing in my head, and I think it's maybe from working retail for like 20 years that like, 
I have to hate my job and I have to be busy and it's a hassle, but like, I have a fun job. Like I work in comedy in two different jobs and like, it's fun. Like I have to remember that I like it. Do you know what I mean? Like, because it's not like, I can't be complaining to people like, Oh my God, I've got so much on my plate. And it's like, Oh, did you really, did you fucking wake up this morning uh, without an alarm and then like answer some emails and then make yourself a cup of coffee and then answer some more email. Like it's not, I'm not roofing. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's yeah, bullshit. but I guess that, but that can be a, a spiral maybe too, like where it's like, cause you're, you're an, uh, a recovered addict. So the, all the energy that you're like putting into other stuff, like you're using this to distract yourself and then it becomes like this, uh, like rabbit hole. You know what I mean? It's not that it's a bad thing. It's super positive stuff, but I think I just recovered myself <laughs> from this from like 15 years of like, mm-hmm. Oh, like I can't give up this opportunity because it's comedy. And if I don't do this opportunity, then I'm fucked. I'm not, my career is going to be done. There's yes. never going to be another one. And so you start to neglect, uh, the necessities of life and the things like just, you know, like friendship and being cool and having other things to do and da, 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 da. So it's like, uh, because it's so hard to get a job in the entertainment industry and it's so coveted that when you get it, you want to hold on to it. And there's yes. absolutely nothing that can, that can permeate this bubble because you don't want to screw it up. But the reality is, is too, you got to make sure that you're making, you're taking care of yourself, but you do a good job of that. Like you're in a million different programs oh, and stuff, yeah. but I think your sister's right. I think you could use, I think you could use like a week of just I think fucking so. watching big brother and jerking off. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I do love big brother and jerking off. I love both those things. Like a whole, you need, you need some yoga or something. Or a uh, massage. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you, you know just do I, all that yang stuff. You run and you bite. Yeah, That's all so yang, yang, man. That's that masculine yang. energy. You need some yin. You need to look within. You know, you need to totally to chill out, do some uh, yoga, stretching. You can't just you keep should. running away your problems, Dan. I'm just kidding. No, you're right. Do some acid and turn the. Look, oh my god! There if I go. could do acid, I would do it right I'm with now. Her. I'm with her. I love acid. If my sponsor's listening to this, come on, come on, man. Like, I just want to do a bit of acid, just one time. You know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna kill me. It's It'll not. I can't. I can't snort it. <laughs> it's fine. Uh-huh. Maybe you should do like something more controlled, though, like where it doesn't last 14 hours and you'll climb a fence like what about like a float tank what about, what about a float tank a float tank or even like those like uh legal ketamine ones where they do the, the, <laughs> the that those are apparently really good for all kinds of ptsd they use it for uh, depression it's legal in canada now too yeah yeah and then, ketamine is a thing uh, yeah mushroom therapy with mdma mm-hmm. they do that's legal too and all these like uh, places yeah, but, those uh, are all those are all things that like I think at some point I I think I could see myself doing. I, I right now I'm pretty happy with the trajectory of the non-substances. But I do I do agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> We're both trying to get you to the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun for us, Dan. We yeah, appreciate. Yeah, yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Hey, check check under your seat right now. There's an eighth of mushrooms. I, well, no, but psychedelics psychedelics can help with I agree. addiction too. Something. I'm I actually am an advocate for psychedelics. I think other people should do it. I just don't think that it's I'm. I'm in a posi- and I'm not saying I'll never do it, but it's, I'm not in a position right now to do it. But, uh, but yeah, no, you're, you're right. I do. I've been thinking about that, especially, especially this week, especially this week. I've been thinking about how I need to, I need to relax a little more. I think I need to like maybe take a couple of days off of everything and like go to like a cabin, like in like Jordan river or something with no, no Wi-Fi and like just be there by myself. I, I don't know. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. I've just there's been so much chaos and I've just been stuck in my own head and making mistakes and being a fucking uh, uh, egotistical turd bag. Like it's been a it's been well, an issue. For you me. know what you, you could use this like we're on Vancouver Island, man. This place is nothing but 
retreats and yoga right. <laughs> like things and stuff you could just go like one of those wellness retreats and they just massage you and you do breathing exercises for three or four days but i taught man i do uh fighting like full-on you know like like martial arts for kind of like my working out and stuff mm -hmm. and then if i don't do like some kind of yoga where it's like you know restorative relaxing all that that balance is way out of whack like even right. if i'm just running like if i go running 10k and I don't do anything else, then I'm all like amped up and dudish and my balls are pulsing all day long. <laughs> but if I, but if I uh, do that and then I also breathe and relax and everything else, it's like, you know, but I mean, uh, I, I hate talking about yoga sometimes to people because here's something I hate. Uh, like when, when yoga does heal people, yoga does make you feel better. Yoga is uh, meditation mixed with physical exercise it's a beautiful mm -hmm. thing but people sell it like it's fucking christianity so much that it's mm -hmm. like or some kind of religion that like i even catch myself going and i'm a recovered catholic but like i can catch myself <laughs> going, like saying similar things that the recruiters used to do in, in my religion mm -hmm. you know what i mean they'd be like yeah. oh you know it'll really change your life just try it one time just let me just show you and da 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 but it really is one of those things where if you find it on your own and you just go into it, man, just like give yourself a yoga session. I bet you you'll be like, oh, this is the other half of working out. I was missing. You it's know? a dream. Mm, yeah. 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 This is this is and I, I haven't I have the intentions to do it as well. I have a mat. I, I've, I'm, I'm so close. I'm right on the cusp. I mean, I would. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. Um, I feel like Brian teaches it. Yoga so is different than preaching Catholicism. <laughs> Yeah, preaching yoga is definitely different than preaching Catholicism. But that, he's talking about the same. Yeah. He's not saying it's the same thing. He's saying there's like similarities. Oh, no, I, I understand. I <laughs> well, just the way people react to it when yeah. you bring it up, I think is very similar. Like there, are, it's, it has that same kind of vibe as "Let me tell you about Jesus." You yeah, know what I, mean? I yeah, can seriously. see it. I can see it in their face, like oh, yoga. But I mean, I you, you've done yoga. Yeah, I, I find it slightly less offensive than Catholicism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 fair um, enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I, enjoy, there's no... I enjoy yoga a lot. Yeah, we're yeah. not just, yeah, well, we're not just discovering, with, you know, buried children underneath yoga studios. So, you yeah, well, know, hold on a sec, though, because yoga has been used for those kinds of nefarious purposes a lot, really? like the, the Bikram yoga guy and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Because people use these these yoga teachers. They, they become like gurus to them. They become like elevated people. And those guys and girls, but mostly guys will use that. You know what I mean? They use that right. to manipulate people because like, it's like this. It, it can be very culty because it's like it's something that once you do it you go oh this is amazing this helps my back my posture is better my breathing's better my i feel better and if they can correlate that in in your mind to them and like they're the ones yeah. that are feeding you that info then yeah it's 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 ripe for the the culty takings. So there's a lot of things that I noticed that were like, I agree. It's so much the opposite of Catholicism. And like <laughs> someone was raised was raised Catholic. I was like, I wish I learned this instead of Catholicism because my life would be so much better. Right. But uh, yeah, it, it is straight. It can be, it can be used for that shit for sure. But I just want to be one of those people that like actually brings yoga to people without, you know, like uh, the, the whole like, Hey, you want to buy a $300 yoga mat, you know, vibe when I'm teaching it. But uh, yeah, I got, yeah, I, got yeah, my, yeah. I got my teacher's certificate during the um, pandemic because I was bored. So if you want to do it, man, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. Anybody can do it. That's the beauty of it. You have no arms, no legs. You can still do it.
I would I would love to, dude. The, I was dating this girl, and I was supposed to go do that with her. And I was going to go for my first time, and I I like set aside time in the day, and we were going to go do it. And then, um, that was getting close to time. I'm like, so we going to yoga? And she's like, oh, like I booked, and now the class is full. Sorry, I forgot. And I'm like, oh, you just forgot to remember me. Okay, all right, that's cool. It does segue into my topic, and it may or may not have been an accident. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you have a bad mental association with yoga. Speaking sure, of accidents, no, I am into it. I, I definitely am into it. I have all the stuff. I'm ready. I've been ready for a while. So yeah, yoga me up. Bend me over, daddy. Uh, so, <laughs> Get your pants on. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I hate breakups. Um, I am in another Fair. breakup again. Uh, it's a weird theme where I'm either in a breakup or talking about the new person I'm dating. I'm understanding and seeing a pattern and we're working through some codependency <laughs> issues. But um, the reason why I said accident is because uh, I have a little story for you. So um, I'd been broken up with about two weeks ago and then a week later, two weeks ago, ten days ago, yeah, I got dumped. I did. I got dumped. And uh, so I got dumped and I did a really bad. She was like, I, I need some space. And I was like, you instead of that, you can have uh, the opposite of that. And I gave her zero space. I wrote her a letter like I'm a teen in a Blink-182 song, like the first word. And it was sorry <laughs> that I can't stop talking to you. Like, it was like, oh so God. not really, I'm joking, but like, I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, yeah, only sort of kidding. Uh, no, I wrote the letter, but it wasn't in a Blink-182 <laughs> voice. Anyway, so I sent her a letter. She's very upset with me, very, very upset. And like, rightfully so, super upset. And uh, so... But you have a right to be upset, too. She broke up with you, man. Well, I didn't have it was a bad situation all around. Like, I just I didn't see it coming. My sense of reje- my my fear of rejection flares up and then I reject the rejection. And it's it's a whole thing. And, and yeah, I just I'm, I'm not beating myself up about it. I handled the situation poorly and I immediately saw that I did. And I apologize. I meant it. And we're, I, we're cool. Like, we're cool. It's all good. But, but like, don't you so- think it's like it's natural to if somebody abruptly breaks up with you? Like, I know this lady did. I kind of know the story, right? Like, she just sort of was saying she was into you. And then all of a sudden, she abruptly broke up with you. What you're doing is like a natural reaction to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're, act- you're acting weird. But she yeah, kind of yeah, totally yeah, was- fucking shanked your heart. So, yeah. like, I mean, you know, act I- weird for a week. And then... You know, I felt, like a, I, mean, I felt like I felt I felt like a wounded animal for sure. And, um, yeah. you know, but you're not you're not making decisions out of out of, you know, trying to hurt her. You're just doing no. things that the way that people react when wacky. they get hurt. No. And, yeah, and she and, and she and she knows that. And we're cool and everything. We're, we're fine. There's no bad blood or anything like that. You didn't like all, kill her dog. No, 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 no. Yeah. You didn't kill her dog. No. Did you? No, I didn't Dan. kill her dog. Okay. She never, she okay. never had a dog. Right. As long as no dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. The point of the story is so, so a week goes by and we don't talk and I've been waiting to talk to her for a week. Cause I just want to like, like let her know where I was coming from. So she doesn't, I just don't want her to think I'm a, like this terrible person who like flies off the handle. I'm not my sister. So he so, doesn't so, matter. and she did, we did get to talk and it was good. And we, so, but while we were talking, so I'm, um, we're downtown and we're in my car. We're going to go for a drive and um, we just start talking and I'm waiting for this car to come out of this parking space. And uh, I just, I don't, I'm kind of frazzled. I'm not in my right state of mind. And I just back up and I backed into a car. I backed into a car. So like, we're just starting to have this conversation. Our is like, is there hope? Are we going to, in my mind, I'm like, Oh, are we going to maybe figure this out? And in her mind, she was there to finalize 
the deal. And I, I, I didn't, I wasn't sure what was going to happen when we got there and I was like, rats. Okay. That's what's happening. So I'm, I'm okay. But like, so I back into this car, I hit a fucking car. So I'm like, okay, we're just, uh, like, like, and, and I get out and the person in the car, like doesn't speak English and they're like, they don't even want to get out and look. And I'm like, you don't want to even look. No. Okay. And I, there's like two tiny little, like minuscule scrapes on my bumper. Like I didn't even, it was fine. Like, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, okay, you don't want to exchange information was a hundred percent my fault. All good. So get back in the car, we leave. Okay. And then we go for a drive. We have a really tough conversation, um, which it did end well, uh, but we had to have a really uncomfortable conversation and yeah, it, the relationship is over. We're totally toast and I'm frazzled, man. And we're driving down Dallas road in Victoria and there's a, there's a new set of stop signs there. And, um, half an hour later after I back into that car, I motherfucking rear ended somebody. I got into oh two, car, not one, but two car accidents while being broken up with. I got into oh, two man. car accidents <laughs> while Sad being done. I'm sorry. No, oh, it's, fuck. hey, listen, listen. It when is it ob- rains, it pours. Man. Buddy, it is, ob- it's objectively funny. Like it is, it's not, not funny. Like wow. it wasn't funny in the moment. I was completely humiliated. It was one of the lowest feelings I've ever had in my life was just like, really, really? I've never gotten a car. I've never hit somebody in my car ever. I've been hit once, but I've never been in a car accident. And the day that I get broken up with, like, finalized, she had already broken up with me, but, like, finalizing the dumping, I get into two car accidents. That person didn't want to, like, also didn't want to exchange information for whatever reason. I'm like, it was 100% my fault. I watched your head like rip past the fucking seat. Like you should definitely take my information. And they were, I was like, are you, you're good. And I look at the, the girl and I'm like, you're good. And she's like, I'm good. And I'm like, okay, we'll go. And I'm like, I'm not going to ask you again. Like I'm out. And it, it just made a scrape. Like, like just above my license plate on the front. Like I, I smoked this dude and his truck with like a steel bumper. And, and it, it just made a little scrape across just above the, uh, just above the license plate. You, you wouldn't even notice inside oh, the what? <laughs> what a no, everything's day. fine. There's no, so, so hit and and it looked fine and then I, I don't need this. I don't need this. Fine. Everything's fine. It's uh, fine. Okay, here's how I know it's fine because also <laughs> it's my it's fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's everything's fine. It's fine. I, I, I so I. I, my car already had to go into the shop because it was making a weird noise. So I brought it in. So my engine just got looked at like the next day. So all good. Everything's fine. Dude, so, um, so yeah, anyway, isn't that amazing? So you got broken up with first and then two accidents within like I got, an hour. There was an accident on either side of the, of the finalized breakup conversation. Oh I also, and then I had a, sh- and then I had a show an hour later. I had to perform and <laughs> it's like, how did that go? I, I just, man, I got on stage. I sat on the stool and I'm just like, listen, I'm going to level with you guys. This is what just happened. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, and I I just told them what happened. And I'm like, have you ever been, I'm like, you ever been broken up with in a car? And the girl in the front row was like, yeah. And I'm like, you ever get in a goddamn car accident while you were getting broken up with in a car? And then I was like, you know, like the airbag saved us, but it couldn't save us. <laughs> and then See, I said, uh, it's already I, buried yeah, yeah. fruit. Oh, know? absolutely. And then I said, uh, and then I said, it, it's, uh, I guess you could say we Tokyo drifted apart. <laughs> All right. Ah. Okay. That's actually ah, so man. trash. See, so trash. That's that's the beauty of comedy, though, because like yeah. the second it happens, you're like, "Well, that sucked." I'm gonna turn this into a fucking joke. You know? Well, what I mean? like, yeah. And I'm trying. I'm trying to explain to her right afterwards too, which I shouldn't have been. I was so flustered. I was out of my damn mind, and I'm like, just trying to explain to her. I'm like, you know, this works for you. Like this is like a bow for you because you want to be out of the relationship, and not only do you get out of the relationship, but you also now get a story where you're like 
yo, one time I dated this guy for four months and then I broke up with him and then we got in, he got into two car accidents while I know, like it's a great story for her, but she didn't at the time, she was like, I'm not looking at this like that as a, as a bow, like you need to shut up and a, just focus on the road. Like I'm genuinely worried you're going to hit somebody else. And I was just like, <laughs> okay, okay. And she, she literally had me drop her off like a hundred feet from her house instead of driving her all the way there. She's like, I just have to get out of this car. She's like, she hugged me and she's like, I, I just got to wow. go. And I'm like, and I'm like, fair enough. So then after all that, after all that, like I, I just, man, I just sat in the car for a bit and was just like, man, what just happened? Like what the hell? And then like, and then, so the next day I'm like, okay, I'm actually on board with this. Like it's, you know, if she needs to bring I probably do too. I should go and just look into myself. And I, I agree. Like, I think it's a good idea. So, um, I told, I removed her from my Instagram and I told her that like, I felt rude just removing her without explaining. So I sent her a message. I'm like, I probably don't need to explain this to you. You probably get it, but like, I need to take you off my Instagram. And I just, it just felt rude for me not to give you an explanation. And it's just for my mental health. It's not cause I'm mad or something dumb. Anyway, that's all good. See you later. And I didn't need to have a big conversation with her about her or anything. The response I got, she said, this is a quote. She said, all good, pal. do do it do whatever you need to do and i was like why why did you say that to me i'm like that is the rudest meanest thing i'm like i wrote back i'm like yo i'm like did you seriously just call me pal i'm like i get it like jesus fucking christ like i get it she got the reaction out of you she was looking for it was was brutal and she's like she she basically like farted in the room before she slammed the door yeah man And it, yeah. it's okay. Like I get, I get that. Like the whole thing was like for her is to just be like, I don't want to. Like I just once it's over, I've decided it's over, so it's over, and I'm out, and like that's it. And it, you know what? Honestly, it makes it easier for me. And like it's it's if because if she didn't do that, I'd still be like, well, what if? And like texting and like temperature checking, and instead I'm just moving on, and it's all good. So like, yeah, and, I, I, and, and she's like, and she's cool, and like I would like to be friends with her. I probably after we she hears this podcast, probably won't be. I don't know, but like we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, you know, don't, don't hold a torch for that shit. I think it's sometimes we think like just because we're uh working on ourselves and we're moving on and we're got our stuff you know getting it together that other people are also doing that but we forget that like they could be you know uh messes themselves you know and yes I think, totally right yeah, i think this yeah. is not as much to do with you as you'd think no i think i think to put it lightly yeah i mean i i don't mean to um here i'll be nice about it uh i think this <laughs> bitch is crazy <laughs> so <laughs> i I'm, well, while I appreciate that, she's definitely not. She's actually definitely very level-headed. And uh, she, yeah, I'm sure she's, she is. It all she, sounds beautiful. Just laying it down just in case. I appreciate the support. I really do. Thank uh, you. She's actually yeah. been really... She's, she's overall, we're cool, and I would like to actually be friends with her some, at some point. She's a really cool she chick. She should never listen to this podcast. She's rad. Well, I just told her what happened. It's just what happened. It's okay. I never said she what? did pal me. She paled me. She did not do it. So, like, whatever, man. Like, yeah, paling it. That, that, that paling shit was like it's it sounded like it sounded like she might have been a little offended that you took her off of her instagram or something like that it was like oh yeah no problem buddy my i'm, I'm married to Maybe, my, my yeah. wife my wife does that when she's mad at me she'll like honestly text me and she'll be like wow do whatever you want dude oh and like, yeah, yeah. whenever i get duded i get palled i get buddied i get all that shit but it's only when she's mad and it's like yeah, maybe, it, i guess really fucking mad I, i'm <laughs> yeah. not taking it into her, the account that maybe she is sad and upset because she didn't make it yeah. seem like she was any had any kind of feelings about it at all so i, I it's in my it mind I'm like, for her too yeah, yeah yeah and so i have to it's you know i'm trying to 
yeah, it's hard. I guess it's hard. And I understand why someone wants to just sort of just be like, no, I'm out. And like, just, but it's difficult. Like, so anyway, breakups suck, man. They suck shit. It's not fun. And like, no matter what kind of thing, even if you were in one where you were like, man, I'm glad that's over. But then you still, you're like, oh, I'm glad that's over. And it was a mistake, but I still miss that person. And you're like, oh, why? Like, that's not the situation I'm in now, but. But it never goes away, man. Like I miss five ex-girlfriends that I was with for over a year. And I think about all of them all the time. And it's not like I want to be with them or I'm in love with them or anything like that. But there's, you know, there's reasons you hang out with people for so long and then they go away and you miss them. It's not wrong to miss them. It's just, it's not good to ruminate too much, but I I, I think it's just natural. People always think that like, I, once you're done with somebody, you're like, that's it. I'm erasing you from my memory. It never happened. And I'm fine. It's not how it works. That's not how humans work. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you probably seventeen years, everything passed out. Yeah, but your whole marriage is basically (laughs) a breakup. (laughs) I'm just just kidding. yeah it's and you know and like and like i and like i miss i miss the person and it's frustrating missing the person it's like well i see something funny and i can't send it to her and like i want to and like it's frustrating and it's like send it it, oh that's cute that's the sweetest thing you've ever said you fucking lug holy shit Well, that's all I got. I don't know, man. I, yeah, breakups suck. They're they're not fun. It's not fun. Car, like, but I had to talk about it. I have to talk about the fact that I was in a car accident while getting broken up with. Because of course, yeah. two yeah times two. I can't not. That's like one of the it. worst days on record, man. Like a, yeah. a car accident and a breakup and another car accident. That's, yeah. that's, that's something to be proud of to get through. That that needs a badge. We were talking about badges before yeah. about people being like just you know I'm busy. It's a badge that needs a badge. You need like a merit badge. It says two accidents one breakup and it's like I, a, yeah, know, two I, yeah. car accidents and then a guy crying over top of it yeah yeah you that's get perfect. that tattooed oh now you're oh, talking no. and and for Memorize the record that day. i i want to say cars like, smashing into a heart yeah oh yeah dude dude i'm 100 percent getting that tattooed a chest piece i am looking for a chest piece right now <laughs> No, I'm not gonna get. It. I'll get it. That's something you I'll get on your. Ass. I'll pay for it. <laughs> that's something you get on your ass. That's an ass tattoo for sure. Your other ex-girlfriend. Yeah, that's a good ass. Um, yeah, no, probably really. not. She's she's also not talking to me. <laughs> so yeah, and for the record, like this last girl's dating. She she, I, she gave me very valid reasons why she didn't want to why she didn't want to be around anymore, and she has a lot of stuff to go figure out on her own, and she's great. And I I do. If you're listening, I think you're fucking great, and I still want to be oh, with you. Right. So. I don't. If you're listening, listening you can go to hell from here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i could cause oh accidents God. somewhere else oh fuck um your heartbreak to someone else's family <laughs> <laughs> wow i want I my heart so... and my fender in one piece thank I, you i feel so loved and supported holy shit you guys are great uh um all right i guess we gotta wrap this up uh because you gotta get out of here but um Dude, this has been so fun. You got to come back on again for yeah, sure. I um, love to. I love hating things with you guys. So really something that we do here now is that we go around and we each pick whose hate is the most warranted. How can we not pick your fucking car accident? It's gonna be. Yeah, I think I think I win this yeah, week. I think I do win this week. You have to. Yeah. yeah. I almost <laughs> never win, so it's nice. We're mad at like you know uh, busy people and fishnets, and you have like actual <laughs> problems. So yeah, I think yeah. so. Smashed up your BMW for fuck's sake! Oh, uh, it looks okay. It's, it's everything's <laughs> fine. It's not bad. Everything's fine. Um, all right, so yeah, okay, so I win today. That's nice. I'm picking. Uh, I'm gonna go with what was yours again, Sarah? Busyness. 
Busyness? Yeah, I got to pick busyness too because I'm not trying to actually wear fishnets. But I get where Brian's coming from. <laughs> I, this, that is, this has been a <laughs> this has been a really good episode. Like it's been some nice topic. Like I, I could easily talk about all this for like another hour. Uh, maybe we should maybe we should do a two parter. Should Let's we do? do it. I'll do another one. But I got to go work. No, I no, gotta yeah. go work with some some special people. I think oh, that's they're, really they're, they're, they're dinging me. Yeah, there's a, there's a, uh, there, but it's cool though. It's like, it's like we do, uh, my friend, she's a, an ex comedian and she runs a program called, uh, oh my God, Drama Away. If you guys want to look it up, it's called Drama Away. And we're okay. always looking for other performers to help, uh, special needs people explore themselves. And they're, um, adults. So it's like we teach them stand up comedy. It's like they like to swear. They like to think of dark stories. And a lot of the like sort of special needs adult programs is like very, childish and god you know, i want to like, do happy, this happy happy let's get and these are adults that actually have you know 100%. advanced oh my god i want to do so, this i am yeah I you can to, man i used two of my old students years and years ago like probably 20 years ago now we're in grade 12 and they both had um uh, pretty crippling autism as much as you don't want to say autism. are we saying crippling autism? Oh, <laughs> they had they weren't they struggled they had a lot of, of social struggles they had a lot of um they were not neurotypical. Anyway, they both yeah. started to do um, improv and it was unbelievable. We used to go every week and watch them at the Oakland. That's actually, that's actually was, incredible. So like, it was amazing. Like they had such a hard time communicating. Um, and then they got on stage and we're doing improv and it was, it was, it was heartwarming. That's great. It was. It's amazing how much they open up and like when they're mm. not reprimanded for saying weird stuff and yeah. everything like that, because what's in their minds is, you know, it's pretty interesting. Like we do these things, these exercises where we just write stories. So like one person in the group will do a sentence to the next person. And we have written like really elaborate dark stories that would you know if they were published would probably be in horror sections and stuff but at the same time they're beautiful and they have these expressive things where they do stand-up comedy where it's like really uh unique experiences they're talking about like having sex as a person with down syndrome for the first time or being drunk as an autistic person for the first time and oh my god party. i love this. things that like you, you know people won't even talk about because they're like the idea of some but they're humans they go through all the stuff that we go they're through adults. especially as adults there's there's no programs to address um, the adult lifestyle of, of people with special needs. So anyways, Drama Way is uh, the thing that's doing that. And it, it's amazing. It's been growing exponentially. So now we've got Very a cool. whole crew of comedians and circus workers and dancers and stuff and just awesome. volunteering our time and do it for two hours a week. But they, they do uh, things every night of the week. They do Shakespeare. They do all kinds of stuff. So if there's any uh, artists looking to volunteer, uh, check out Drama Way. They do it on. Great idea. That's, That's great. Amazing. Um, I love it. So before you get out of here, do you want to tell? So, us sorry to end your hate podcast. No, with a bunch of love. we love it. <laughs> tell, tell us. Uh, to give us. A, tell us about your podcast real quick, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, it's called Good Dirty Fun, and it's all just about fun sexual stories and experiences. Uh, I think there's a lot of negativity around the sexual world these days. I was raised by a sexual health nurse. I'm trying to bring positivity back to fucking. So we're talking to all kinds of fun people about the positivity in their sexual experiences, and we learn how to have more fun with our uh, sexuality. So that's yes. pretty much what it that's is. Awesome. Mostly just yeah. dick jokes. It's a good time. Fuck yeah! And he's uh, and and they're new to our network. We're uh, we're brothers and we're brothers now. So that's good stuff. Heck yeah! Well, that's great. Okay, man. Well, uh, thanks thanks so much, Brian. Man, you're the fucking best. Thanks for coming on. We're gonna do part thanks two. This me. this is gonna be part one for sure. 
So uh, I guess we'll thank everybody. We'll th- uh, yeah, thanks for coming here often for housing us. Thank you, Marcel, our producer. Thank you, Grossbuster, for our theme song. We'll see you guys again for part two with Brian O'Gorman real soon. Thank you. See you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. See you thanks, guys. Brian. Thanks.